Welcome again to the Well Actually podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening, however you may be listening. Uh, please remember you can subscribe, rate, and review to the Well Actually podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. And videos of the podcast are available on the Well Actually podcast YouTube page. And if you don't have any of those services, you can also get the entire uh, catalog of the podcast on thewellactuallypod.com. All right, so for this episode, I have another guest uh, coming up, and he's a friend of mine that I went to high school, well, secondary school with in Nigeria, uh, International School of Ibadan, ISI. Uh, very uh, early on in the episode, you can see that we, well, we basically disagree on just about everything, and uh, I felt like that made for a very good episode, and I really hope you guys uh, can enjoy this one as well. And it's a really long episode, so... I think maybe you might need a couple tries to get through it. But again, I think it was a really good conversation and it was not necessarily just for people who share my point of view, but it's also good to bring in another point of view as long as not like completely like diametrically opposed to what I'm saying, because some people might believe everyone deserves a, a platform. And that is if we are being cordial and we're being respectful of each other. And I feel like this one was just, you know, some respectful disagreement, although like it got heated at points, but it was all in good fun. And yeah, he's uh, he's a really good dude. And he also has a podcast and it's a podcast that I listened to when I was, I guess, starting up with this podcast as well. So, again, I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. Uh, sorry. So take a listen. All right. So welcome to the Well Actually podcast. Uh, I have a special guest here in the studio. All right, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Uh, my name is Corey, Corey Famiwa, um, a.k.a. Courageous. I am the, I am one, I am one of the co-hosts of the Smiling Suffer podcast. All right, so uh, I think you started a little bit before I did. And so I'm, uh, let me state off top, I'm a fan of the show. Okay, so thank you. I, I listened, I think I, when I came on your podcast yeah. a little bit earlier, I listened to like 21 episodes in like yeah, in, so. in, in a week. So, so I so I definitely appreciate what you guys are doing. Yeah. And so you also said that you touch on Afrobeat. So that was I had an episode earlier mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, I'm gonna get an expert on this topic mm-hmm. to come in and give some views because I'm I still consider myself a bit of an outsider where I'm just consuming with not a lot of like critical yeah, I guess critical input. Yeah. But, so I'll I'll get your opinion on some stuff later on. Mm-hmm. But so we're gonna get into the news and notes and. All right. So the past week, uh, I don't want to say the world has gone to shit, but you know mm-hmm. things have gone a bit it, upside it down. Feels, it feels like it has. Yeah. So it feels uh, like it has. there's a rapper. I'm sure a lot of you know him. Uh, yes. He's not a he's not a businessman. He's a business. He's a man. businessman. And uh, so Hove. Uh, getting in bed with the NFL. Yes, he did. And uh, for, he went there. So, what what is what is your take on on the whole thing? Because I I'm not going to go as far as saying sellout yet. Yes. But it it feels like dangerously close to that territory right now. <sighs> okay, my take on the on the whole thing is it's it's a little bit different from the general take. I know the general take is people it's almost like people are inclined to say like he's throwing um Colin Kaepernick under the bus um when that story first broke the first thing I said was I was like it, it came across as hypocritical because Jay-Z was on this whole uh, 
woke wave, like, <clears throat> um, basically in support of Colin Kaepernick's um, decision to protest the NFL. Um, in fact, he even had his jersey at right. his concert. Right. Like, he was really, he was really, really supporting Colin Kaepernick. Um, and out of the blue, you know, he comes out with a multi-million dollar deal. You know, he's getting to pick all the Super Bowl acts now. Like, it's a really significant deal. And the way it comes across is almost like, it comes across sneaky. Like, almost like he used this whole issue. I mean, he told Travis Scott not to perform. Right. And even then, it was a little weird because his wife's artist, Chloe and the other girl, they performed. So it was weird then, but I figured, okay, that's his wife. That's not necessarily him. And maybe he's just doing his thing. And, you know, like, he's always been on this. It's almost like he he, he was on this <clears throat> moral, you know, whatever you want to call it. Now, um, for whatever reason, right, my own take on the Colin Kaepernick situation was it, it's always been the same from the get-go. And what was, initially, what was when, initially when he came out, I was like, hell yeah, right? He, he should be able to protest you know that's that's what we that that's what the troops died for so that we can actually do these things and protest um and that was initially when he came out because initially when he came out there was this instant reaction like what and i was one of i felt like i was one of the first people that i knew in my circle that i was like nah like he definitely should be able to do this and he should be able to take a knee and it really it really shouldn't be that big a deal um, and he's just he's just speaking his mind and if he wants to sit down let him sit down like why do we all have to show like we all there are different ways of showing solidarity to your nation but I think the bigger point for me was he did it because he said he wanted to bring attention and I like that I like the fact that he wanted to bring attention now at some point like I think after like a year I kind of hopped off the Colin Kaepernick train. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I felt like at that point, there was already attention. I really felt like there was enough attention. One. Number two, I just felt like even if he wanted to keep... There was nothing wrong with him protesting. But it was this whole idea of him... I felt like he was conflating his inability to be able to play on the team with his protest. And yes, you might say that there might there might have been some some overlap there where okay, some teams probably didn't want that drama. But when you look at the stats and when you look at the data, when you look at his performance stats, he was the 32nd best NFL. It was the 32nd um, best uh, NFL QB at that time. At the time he left the NFL, this was a fact. It wasn't like he was. At the top of his game, he had already he had moved teams several times. Um, so this idea, where I, I was, I felt like it was almost like a cop out at some point. Like I felt like it, it, it started being about him not being able to get a job, and and people started making this assumption that oh yeah, the only reason why is because he's protesting. And the way I saw it was, if he really was that good, right? If he really, really was that good, and you know the NFL, it, it, it's not. It's not like the like quarterbacks are that easy to come by. When they, when they find a quarterback, they want to hold on to that guy for as long as possible. Right, so so let me let me push back on that a bit because mm-hmm. I know you said he was the thirty second best QB. 
Yeah. But that was him coming off of an injury, first of all, that season. Yeah. When he was coming off an injury. Yeah. And I think there was one significantly bad game that stood out, which was basically in a blizzard. Yeah. Which sort of tanked some of his stats for that year. Okay. Fair. And some of the QBs that were signed yeah. immediately after that. Yeah. One of them, including they Josh. weren't as good as him. Including Josh Johnson. Yeah. Who was literally at home for five years. Mm-hmm. Who had not comp- attempted an NFL pass. Okay. For five years. Yep. So, there were coaches, there were analysts, there yeah. were experts that were saying <clears throat> Kaepernick wasn't getting a job yeah. because he couldn't pick up a certain offense. Okay. Meanwhile, someone who had not attempted an NFL pass in five was years... Was able to get it. Was able to come in. Yes. Which, uh, you know, I acknowledge, I'm sure mm-hmm. them, them, to an extent, there must have also been that whole... Yeah. Maybe they, they just didn't want that drama. Right. But then you also have to look at it from a business perspective too. So you have the performance perspective, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Maybe he wasn't really as bad as they made him out to be. Mm-hmm. But there's also that business perspective yeah, to where where NFL teams have fans and their fans want to enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. And now you can say for the wrong reasons, they're doing it for the money, but maybe they, it's also possible that they just don't want, they just don't want, um, like, because if you look at Eric Reed, he always had a team. And he he knelt down with him too. No, but see that's that's and, no, and that's because no, Eric Reed no, is a good no, ass player. But then Eric Reed was unemployed for a while too because remember he was under contract while he was kneeling. Mm-hmm. Once his contract ran out, he didn't have a team either until the Panthers picked him up. Yeah, which and they did. yeah, but he was yeah he was on it was into the middle of the season before they picked him up. Yeah, but and they, they, but picked, they eventually and picked they him picked up. him up because. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons had mm-hmm. three safeties mm-hmm. go down in the first like four weeks of the same season, mm-hmm. so they essentially picked him up to block the okay. Atlanta Falcons from picking yeah. him up. Okay, that's why Eric Reed was also part of the collusion, the collusion suit that yes. Colin Kaepernick had, yes. Yes. which the NFL settled. Yes, with, and we'll get to that. We'll mm-hmm. get to that. But let's get back to okay. this thing. Jay Z hopped on that train, mm-hmm. and then he came out of this and he said, "Look," and he said the same thing I just said. He was mm-hmm. like. There's we've already brought attention to it. What's no, the next no, step? No, what he no, what he said is we're we're done kneeling. We're we're off that. Yeah. First of all, he wasn't kneeling anywhere. No, it wasn't. He, so he this one that he's he's but he was he's, supporting he's, inclu- him. he's including himself in, mm-hmm. up amongst the the hurt party where it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah okay we've we've we're done sacrificing now. Mm-hmm. So he was I believe his words were actionable steps or something like that. Yeah. And we're moving forward. Yeah. So that is sort of like he's trying to get credit for the protests. Mm-hmm. While also benefiting, he's trying to have it both ways. Yeah. He's trying to and, have both ways, and, and that I disagree with. But to say he's a sellout implies that he only did it for the sake of getting a deal out of it. Do we? Do we have? Do we have anything to the contrary? Like, do we have anything to believe to the but contrary? But then, you know. But I mean, he he has a potential to be one of the first black owners of an NFL team. I think that's a huge step. No, no, we're not going to give him credit for that. Because look, he wouldn't... Do you be, Okay, let me put it this way. Do you mm. think he would have gotten this opportunity if it wasn't for the probably, Kaepernick probably protest? Probably not. Probably not. So, probably so not. it is literally as a direct response to, okay, hey, I'm, I'm causing a scene over here. And mm. he's like, hey, you know what? I can get these niggas to calm down. Mm. You know, let, just holler at me. I can, I can get them in order. Okay, but how about the whole social justice thing that they're doing around it? So, that whole thing of social justice, what exactly does that mean? I'm going to throw a few concerts and then niggas going to turn up and then then that's it? Because look at it now. We're talking about Jay-Z now. Yeah. Everybody has taken the NFL and Roger Goodell off the hook. Yeah. When all the beef that we had with them now has... They 
before Roger Goodell used to be the meat shield of the NFL yeah. owners and everything, where yeah. he used to take all the blues. Yeah. Now we've even shifted our attention, even on this podcast, so, to Jay Z. Jay Z, yeah. And it's like, okay, but the whole thing was him trying to use the NFL, okay. the might of the NFL. So again, to get... I, I'll ask you. So what do you think the end game should have been? All right. So I will answer that in form of a question. Every every time that you you notice that the That's NFL players no no but you notice that the NFL NFL uh there's a week where they all wear pink yeah for breast cancer awareness okay. that is nothing on the field yeah. yet they go out of their way to do it because yeah, because breast cancer is not something that's still being debated it's it's a matter of fact we know yeah. breast yes. cancer and, is like a serious and thing. but is that something like what if I say okay I yeah, just want to see my in, team in, in, I just in want the to case see my of, team you see that no 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 because no 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 because no no because it's also a social issue. It is yes, a social issue because it is. it's it's something where they feel they they recognize the might of the NFL as a brand. But in the, and case, the, way of, the, in mm-hmm. the case of police brutality, not everyone is necessarily on uh, board. That, see, it's that's not, but that's the thing is. though. It's, it's not. A, it's but, a divisive issue. You know this. And it's only it's only divisive it's, because it's like trying to get the NFL to take a stance. That's but that's the thing. But so you yeah, know, your fans which is, do not agree that there's that, a police that, brutality problem. But but that is the that is what I'm getting. That is what I'm business, That is right? what I'm getting at. Yeah. So the thing, first of all, all those pink things, mm-hmm. they, they're sold by the NFL. Yeah. So it's not just a charitable thing. They are sold by the NFL. Yeah. When they say um, percentages of the of the proceeds, yeah. That's after they've paid after the NFL has gotten their own, yeah. then it's per- percentage of the profit. Mm-hmm. So that is the NFL. One acknowledging that okay, we have this might and this ability and this reach. Yeah. So to do something about it. So when they now say we there's nothing we can do about social justice mm-hmm. or social justice reform, that is already a bold-faced lie because they are literally holding things in your face that show otherwise. When they're telling you that yeah, but yeah, I, and I and I, I respect your opinion, but mm-hmm. what you have to understand is that not not everyone is of that opinion. It's, it's and, still a very divisive and, thing, and and that and, and that is to, and that is one of the that is one of the thing that separates uh, powerful corporations mm-hmm. from one man. Mm-hmm. One man, he he can be shouted down. A corporation, like if anybody was going to turn away because of the anthem protests, mm-hmm. we would have seen it. No one did. Yeah. The viewership never changed. So it's like, so if they're saying, oh, they're they're gonna alienate their fans, does it? What is that telling you that? Okay, we're thinking that. Okay, you people aren't mature enough to understand a, a simple debate of, we believe, and this what you're saying is, uh, cancer is a known fact. It is also a known fact that black people and people of color yeah. are literally, literally. This is a study that was done over the last five years. Yeah. Are two and a half. Pr- times more likely to be killed um, by police yes two yes. and a half yes. times but, do you, but then you look, if we want to start pulling our stats we can yes you also know that the, and i'm not saying black people are this or that mm-hmm. but there are certain groups mm-hmm. that are more likely to commit certain violent crimes that's that's also a fact it is so it is no so are you uh, I, do you would you agree to that no because you don't think so I, but there is data dude, to sh- and i i can pull up uh, i can pull up literally uh an FBI, an yeah. FBI uh, crime analysis that shows the biggest indicator of violent crime mm-hmm. is not race; it is class. It so, is so poor but, people. And are, it, it just so people, happened that so, no, but poor people across the board yeah. are more likely to to yeah. perform these crimes, not black people. Yeah, because and then another fallacy is black on black crime, which is also a crock because. Uh-huh. Intra-race violence is the same across the board. But let me ask something: mm-hmm. Who do you think commits about half of the crimes? About half of the de- uh, half of the uh, murders? 
white people still and i'll and i'll give you and i'll and i'll tell you why and i'll tell you why because you're looking at me funny. the reason why i say that first of all because they are they make up the literal majority yes so by that by that thing by the numbers yeah first of all they're going to be more white people killed yeah and because more people are killed by their own race they're going yeah. to be more white killers but but, but let me ask you something mm-hmm. what's the percentage of blacks in this country black uh, men black men yeah i know black people in general about 12 to 13 percent black men is actually about seven yeah but the murders are black men are com- committing about a little under 50 percent of the murders. that's not true check it, look um, it up i'm 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 look it up I've, I've, it's, it's, I've, it's the same fbi data yes, that you looked at and, and i'm there. Okay. 40% of murders a little over 40% yes of, um, of, of, oh sorry of the violent crimes of the violent crimes because I honestly look it up I honestly do not believe that look it up because I've had look it up so but, but mm-hmm. let's but let, if we assume it's true mm-hmm. you can you can you and I'm not saying it justifies a, a white cop or any any cop mm-hmm. discriminating against a black man and I'll give you one example for mm-hmm. instance right in New York remember the uh, frisk laws stop and frisk stop yeah. and frisk laws mm-hmm. Um, they, they targeted black men for that. Mm-hmm. Now, a big part of that was the, the data that they were looking at was showing that that was that was that was who they needed to target, but it didn't justify it because it doesn't. It never. I don't care if it's ninety nine percent of who doing these things. It doesn't justify profiling anyone because that was that was what stop and frisk was. It mm-hmm. was profiling right. people. It was prejudging people um, based on like. Way they look, the way they. All right. So yeah. wait, wait. So wait. it's it doesn't justify it. But then when you when you start talking about crime statistics, mm-hmm. right, and you start looking at um, things like um, encounters with law enforcement, mm-hmm. there are certain groups, and and yes, you're right. A lot of it is class based, mm-hmm. but it just so happens that a big part of lower class so, are, happen to be so, black people right, too. So, so so even if so, let's say. What you're saying is true. Yeah. Where this forty percent is of a little, the a little about forty percent of the violent crime. So when I now tell you that, you, let's say we, we are we're okay. You're forty percent. My sixty percent. We're we're encountering the police at the same clip, and I now tell no, you. Th- no, 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 no. But thirteen percent. Yeah. No, but I'm also telling you that as as at the rate at which we're now encountering the police, yeah. and I tell you that one side is two and a half times more likely to end in death yeah. not in an arrest yeah. not in conviction but in death this is an encounter where you're with the police before you even get to the station mm-hmm. so like so it's like so are, are you saying are, are you saying so it should I'm be just, equal no i'm saying it i'm saying it should be zero like look they they look at wait, how they wait, break down no, zero about you getting having an no, encounter no, no, with the police no, 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 tra- no, you're saying you're saying you're, tra- you're saying because it's 2.5 times more likely right mm-hmm. are you saying that it should be i'm saying it should be just as likely I'm, no i'm saying you should you, sh- you there's no reason why a routine traffic stop should end in death whether you're black or white that is what the police reform is supposed to be not with mm-hmm. because the reason why black people are bringing up is because we're like hey I can have I can have a busted tail light like Sandra Bland mm-hmm. and end up dead. Mm-hmm. And we're like, maybe you guys should look into the police. That is literally what that is. So, so it's not like they're not saying police are bad. We're so, saying that okay, first of all, the way you're looking at us makes every police stop a nightmare. Look at Philando Castile, a card-carrying member of the NR. He, he had his permit on him. Mm-hmm. He had his permit on him. 
while the whole thing was being live streamed with his child in the back seat mm-hmm. and the nra never came out in anything in any support about anything but if literally if there's a mass shooting yeah. you will get a statement from the nra but see we've, we've gotten like really 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 off track yeah, <laughs> and we and, went we yes, went like and then, and then again this is this is what i was trying to say initially about what the nfl is doing with jay-z mm-hmm. where now they've put him where all everyone is now upset with jay-z now with the nfl mm-hmm. again colin kaepernick still doesn't have a job yeah. another thing that i'm saying where is like, like 32 now right? yeah and tom brady is 41 but that, that we're not even going to get into that one thing that make that makes people feel like this was a bit of a sellout thing was mm-hmm. you know this deal was offered to jermaine dupree and Jay Z told him not to take it. Word. Yes. And this is a fact. Yes. Oh, it's it's up. it's been it's in print. That's fucked yes. up. Yes. Savage. And so and the thing is, this thing wasn't even just done. It was it was already put in the works before. Oh wow. But the, the announcement now came out when this free meek documentary on Amazon. Mm. So they now wanted to do it at the same time because they That's thought he savage. would post off of it and like, oh, see, hey man, I got your criminal justice right here. So you guys shouldn't be upset with me here. So it was all strategic. Yes. Damn. So so now, yo, so Goodell now, is one fucking so, shysty ass no, dude. The they want to. <laughs> He's calculated. I don't. Woo! I don't believe it's Goodell that's doing this. I believe it's a, it's strategic on Jay Z's part. You think so? Yes, because. He's like because and remember, really, really because because remember Jay Z was already making all this noise before. Mm. Oh, don't do this, don't do this because he didn't want them to perform. So that he didn't. No, yeah, I he didn't want that. them to, so that once the black people come in, like, hey, I'm the one that brought you. Mm. But remember, he didn't, he never said anything to Big Boy. No, he didn't. Won't be that that we're gonna tell Big Boy not to perform. No, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. He so didn't. like he knew what he was doing, and I'm like, but, if but he had I, just said, right, if if literally if he had just said, hey, this is a business thing. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying he's gonna he he's he has the inside track mm-hmm. to become like a part owner. Yeah. And like, that bro, you 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 were, you were you were just that's a huge you were just deal. railing against this establishment. Is another thing when you were saying, okay, what about black cops? They're just as likely to shoot. Mm-hmm. See, now he's gonna be on the inside, and he's saying we're we're off that with Colin Kaepernick. So basically, Colin Kaepernick is an afterthought. You think he's ever he's he's gonna be one of the people to come and sign Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, but then I feel like the what the end goal that you want, mm-hmm. you're you're. You're, pu- you're trying to push a huge rock up a huge uh, hill. Huge. Like, if, if you really think NFL mm-hmm. can... Especially for a debate that has been raging for so many years. If you think NFL can be the one to make the difference and push things over the scale, I, I just feel like it's a bit idealistic. Okay, so but and, do, do, and, do, but do, do you think Kyle, you do you think Kyle Kaepernick wanted the NFL to end police... Uh, violence. But that's why he was protesting. No, he at was NFL he, games. No, no he, yes, he was protesting in an NFL game because that's where he had the most visibility. Yeah. If he's kneeling at his house, nobody's either a gonna see him or b gonna care. Yeah. If he's kneeling at the supermarket, yeah. Nobody's gonna see. So the place where he feels mm-hmm. he has the most, the same reason why when people protest, mm-hmm. they go and block highways. Yeah. Because that's where they'll have the most impact. Yeah. It's not because they don't like cars. Yes. It's because that's where they have the most impact. That's what he was doing as well. The place where he has the most visibility. So, he's all, he's so one. He's not you. holding up the game. Mm-hmm. He's he's literally not affecting anyone's enjoyment he's of not, the game. He's really not. And they didn't exactly. have to put the cameras on him again. But, and plus, like you cannot even say he's obstructing someone's view because he's literally getting lower. So it's like for you to <laughs> for you to get, get offended, you have to go out of your way to be offended by that. So, so let me ask you something. So are you gonna boycott Jay Z? Boycott. I just, I, cause I see, I don't have strong feelings on Jay Z either way. Mm-hmm. I just know what he did was phony. 
One, two. It, it was, was it was two. Weird. It, was it was opportunistic, weird. and three. It's it's pretty devious, because he literally would not have this opportunity mm-hmm. without the protest, and then to now say we're off that. You weren't you you weren't on that because you yeah. never gave it was up savage. anything. It was, like, it was definitely savage. And then when you now see what what they're saying about with Jermaine Dupri, like mm-hmm. this is your this is where you you told you actively blocked someone else from this blessing. That's crazy. Think but about it's that. It's a capitalist society. So okay, you know? and then so now so now this so th- that that is that is the segue I was aiming for about forty five minutes mm-hmm. ago. It is like a cap. So in terms of how he has gotten to where he is, yes, along the way, a Billy. Do you think there is any moral way to make a billion dollars? You know, I've thought about this, right? I feel like anyone that's a billionaire, unless you inherited it, you need you must have done some really fucked up shit. You must have really, really like yeah, you must have screwed a bunch of people over along a the way. bunch of people. Even like Jeff Bezos, as nice as he is, you can just tell that guy is a savage. <laughs> absolutely, with that bus cut, you can absolutely. just tell he's a savage. Yes. <laughs> with 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 what he did with when they were trying to blackmail him, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yo, you can you can already savage. tell with Bezos. So like even the Waltons, the mm-hmm. the heir to the Wal- uh, Walmart, Walmart, yeah. You know those? They literally make over a hundred million dollars a day. Literally over a hundred million dollars. There's day. no way you can. Yeah, there's no way and, to get and to yet, a billion dollars. There's yet, no way you are not a little bit narcissistic and in your pursuit of greatness. Like, there's no way you're not like a little bit crazy. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Because I, 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 me, I think about it. At some point, I, if I had that much money, I wouldn't even know what to do with it. It's like. What am I gonna do? Because it? it stops. It stops being about the numbers. It just yeah. becomes about the power. Like, yeah, the e- it's like a power trip, it's yes. like an ego trip. So, so the thing now, where, so how do you how do you feel mm-hmm. he's going to be seen now? Yeah. Because before it was always every story you heard about him was uh, paying paying lawyer fees for so and so doing this. That. So, do you think this? How much Has of an changed? impact is this going to have on his reputation? That's what we're looking for now. <sighs> In the rap game, not much. In the rap game, he's gonna be seen as he's a hustler, ultimately. You know, you know, there's a reason why rappers love Donald Trump too. At one point, it was that savage, that whole greed kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but then, but then, and that but then, falls but then, in line with. But then that was like as hip-hop. a business. That was as a businessman. Yeah, you don't want that in terms of the leader now, of your with, country. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't. Yeah. and then with social justice, it's it's complicated now because now hip hop is really. Like the culture is starting, it has fully it's, embraced it's getting, it's getting justice. a conscience. Yes, it's getting a conscience. That's mm-hmm. that's a good way to put it. How it's gonna affect his legacy? From a music standpoint, he, he's he's great. You can't really touch. Yeah, you, you well, can't well, touch well, that. No, no, but but then what? But then person, the things, but then the things he's person, doing has been doing recently. As a person, has been more about him personally instead of like. As a person, mm-hmm. here's here's the way I I to interpret it and I, I and I'll, I'm a little bit biased because I'm a big old fan mm-hmm. the way I interpret it is again the same way you have these white billionaires that made it to that point I, I I'm proud that even though yeah he might have stepped on a lot of tools but a black guy was was it was savage enough to be able to make it out of hip-hop from the streets of Marcy and become a billionaire to me it's aspirational I, I try to take I try to not take it too personal. I look at it and yes I get it that like, he is savage, but it you have to look at it, man. Like for someone from the hood, like that's someone that 
was in those same projects and you're seeing him on the on the cover of Forbes you're seeing him sitting down with people again i get it that yes there's a, it's a little right, bit so, right, it's a so, little but, bit like a but house then, but then what if what but but then the thing is when you start taking a closer look even when it becomes mm-hmm. like part of his musical mm-hmm. biography yeah. where it's like there's certain things where it's like they're like where you're talking about losing the 92 bricks or whatever mm-hmm. selling crack to his family members doing dame Ugh. dirty like yeah. so you're seeing like a bit of a bit of a pattern where it's like he might not he like even though he's getting out the dirt or whatever he he has oh. he has been showing like not, okay, pattern I'm kinda, of I'm, unscrupulous see, things now, now. You, when you bring that up mm-hmm. because some people argue that he has he first of all he made a fortune off of selling crack mm-hmm. to people in his neighborhood yeah. that probably died yes as a result family of members not just neighborhood yes family members I can see how that's controversial. I can see how that's controversial. But 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 then then even people that he went into business with. I know. Screwing them over. And then even this most recent, like, let's say we're just talking about, oh, the whole title thing. Oh, he's a savage. Where where it's like, okay, he bought in at a valuation of 200 million and now it's worth 600 million or whatever. He's a savage. And like, and then, okay, let's see. Black people were like, okay, if you if you get over on a white person, everybody's mm-hmm. like, hey man, it's leveling the playing field. Mm-hmm. But look at him stepping on other black like toes. He's getting over on yeah, black like so that is where now the phrase of selling out comes. Not because he's selling out himself, he's literally selling I thought out about other, it. Selling out. You see, other you people. you thought this through. So I you see, I thought about this topic, but I was really I was really more on the Kaepernick thing. Yeah. I didn't really think about. This no, so, no, but, but then I didn't. But then I didn't because I didn't even think about that until I saw the article about. Him advising Jermaine Dupri yeah, not that, to I take this same that. agreement. That is savage. Because is I'm savage. sure they brought this thing to Jermaine Dupri before the ATL Super Bowl. That is savage. I'm assuming. That is savage. And he told him not to take it. Uh, yeah. So imagine he's ATL, like, so he's yeah. like telling Travis not to perform. Mm-hmm. Telling JD. So it means he wanted he wanted to be the person to come in like, hey, yo, I fixed it for everybody. Hmm. What you see? Hmm. So when, when you start looking like, so you think this might be a big stain on his legacy? I mean. Again, it's this confirmation bias for people. It's like mm-hmm. you already see Jay Z like this, so mm-hmm. you're just going to work backwards and whatever, and to, whatever mental gymnastics you got to exactly. do. Exactly. We all you, we all find ways to rationalize. Yes, you're, you're going to rationalize it however uh, you want. However you want to. And that is that. But that, see, but that's. I, I think that's a very good question because when you really, really look at it and really, really dig into it, I mean, he he was savage most of his career, like just the way he came yeah, up. Yeah. So and then the way if, he, but then he if, snicked a then bunch if, of people. But then if he threw, yes, and you notice, the and, then, and then you notice how all those things they they we've used whiteout on mm-hmm. all those things on his biography. Yeah. Where we just we just skip over, we just skip we just skip from uh, rapper mm-hmm. to Rockefeller mm-hmm. to Rock Nation. Yeah. And, and he, then we just go title, and then and he's had a checkered past too. Yes. With women. See, so it's like, but you know, people. It's like, but 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 then, we, we, but then you should, some, you, should be, you should be able to something. You should be able to like. Um, it's not to, like he's still. He, you, but, you should be able to accept, You should be able to like grow from some things. Yeah, but and, then not. But not if he's. He's, he's, still, he's still doing using, it but at then, that level. But then he's he's also that. using that as his street cred. Also, it, like because just because he has Dada now and tying bandana around his head, wearing button-up shirts, it's like. If he's still proving to be the same person, there is something hypocritical about it. I have to admit, I have to. There's something where you look at the whole thing holistically, and that was why I was pissed off when, because our brother, he just either just stuck to his gun. You should have never taken a side, or even if you're going to take a side initially, that you, let's say he took a side against Colin, mm-hmm. 
against Colin and stuck to it, I'll respect yes, you more. Yes, but instead of this flip flopping thing, where now like you've gone from Colin's side to yeah. his opponent, there's there's something yet, there's and, something weird about and it. And still, Colin doesn't have a job. There's something weird about because it. after but all, Colin the, got paid. So that's the thing. So when the NFL he got settled, yeah, and I heard he was in rumored to be in the tens of millions. But but then, so he probably it, no, got but, paid more than what he will have gotten paid. You, we, we, if he we, was we, the thirty second no. best. But we, we cannot we cannot say that because when you say tens of millions, it can literally mean eleven million. He could. <laughs> it can literally mean <laughs> could, eleven million. It could mean ninety so, million so, too. But then so. The thing is, but he also and he got paid from Nike too. It's not like no, but Colin no, but he's no, no, but but, that, but that's chilling, but, man. That's, no, but that's not the thing because he Colin thing, Colin got a Nike deal without playing a snap of football. No, but he, no, what Nike? Oh. No, but what Nike's saying is he has always been with them. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but, but then, but then, but then now he's getting the big no, but then, but, but then, what you're saying is he's 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 gotten this off of Nike without playing. But he's also more famous now than when he was playing. Yes. So it's not like Nike's so, getting. So, a, so it's not like Nike's getting a deal. He's, but he's more famous because of that protest. Yes. So but, but, you can't. But then, like Colin hasn't you know, done something out of this. Yes. But listen. But he. What if he says what he really wants is to play? Because this is what he has been working for all his life. You're forgetting that this is what he has probably doesn't even want to play this game because he freaking, is because he's freaking is a deadly game. It, he's probably it, saved himself CTE. Correct. Yes. Almost eight billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. You're telling me he's one of the thirty-two best at it. Yeah. Why wouldn't he want to do it? One of the thirty-two it's a dangerous best. Game, though. Corey, this is dangerous not even game. the top one percent of the one percent. This is the top thirty-two out of eight billion. Like, look, nah, no, nah, but I mean, no, that's, that's, look, but, but look at the people. We, that we, are only, we only played in America, so yes, it's not like exactly. So the it. the best who are playing it, yeah. who agree, are yeah. here. Yeah. 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 It's not like basketball where there's some people yeah. in in Spain or Greece or whatever that might be better. Yeah. The best people playing it are mm-hmm. playing it here. So when because do you look at what people are getting? Look at what uh, Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. is getting ninety million guaranteed. I heard he just got injured again or something. Yeah. And you don't you don't think if and Kirk Cousins older is about the same age or older than Cap? No. Yes, now Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is in his thirties. Yeah, his early thirties. Really? Yeah, that's what he was drafted the same year as Andrew Luck. And RG three, remember he was the same. Yeah, he was, he was in the same, same class. class. He was yeah. the same class as as RG three. He was drafted in the third or fourth round of that same draft. Colin K? No, no, I mean Kirk Cousins and yeah, RG3. but Colin K was before yeah, that. Yeah, probably Colin a year K or two was. That. But Kirk well, Cousins was also a senior Colin at Michigan like State. Matt Stafford's, I think it was Matt Stafford's round um, class. I think. I'm not no, sure. no, I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. He was also a senior, like oh, okay, yeah, Kirk Cousins, the okay. year. Uh, RG3 and these guys and Andrew Luck were drafted. Okay, so they were juniors, older, so he was already older. older. Yeah, yeah. Older, older, older. So what I'm saying is, sure, he might be getting a bag off of Nike mm-hmm. and more popular because Nike also gets to use his image in the ads. Yeah. So that means nobody else can except Nike. So they're also paying for that exclusivity. But and, and then, the bag, but then, but then Nike the also Nike. This, so Nike also gets to use him as a shield for their oh, we're also woke and we're also into this social justice thing. And they pour- with, millions into other and, campaigns and, and then that have nothing to do with social justice exactly so you see all, <laughs> all hypocrites so, so man they're all fucking everybody's profiting off of him they are uh, meanwhile yeah. he but, he's, but he's, he's still getting the bag though but it's not it's not, it's not sim- it's not it's not similar to so you imagine get. if if you decided that you know what you go to work and you're like you know what these people they're not paying me enough i, I want the whole world to to boycott this company on behalf of me. That, that's what's what it's like now. And then different people have different interests in sports. This is where we're disagreeing. 
he was not telling people to boycott the NFL. But that was what. But that was what his movement was leading to. The people that supported again, him. The people who again, yes, he they inspired were doing, those people. So they, you can't separate he, him from because that because he was he was removed from the NFL. That's why. That's why people were saying the whole thing that was extending the controversy was him not getting a job. If he came in and got a job mm-hmm. and they evaluated him and they say he wasn't good enough, yeah. everybody would. But they kept him out, so they martyred him. Not not the other way around. He wasn't yeah. trying. He wasn't trying to mm-hmm. tell everyone leave the NFL alone. Let's go. Uh, they don't believe in this. He's like, I'm using my platform as an NFL player. The only reason why you're listening to me is because I'm an NFL player. Even the the week someone actually pointed it out was week three of the preseason. Mm-hmm. He was just getting dressed, and someone just asked him like, "Oh, uh, we saw you sitting, and then th- last week we saw you sitting, but this week you knelt." And it was like, "Oh yeah, I spoke to so and so, and I just want to talk about police brutality, blah blah blah." And that was it. He didn't say, "I want the NFL." I'm bringing. I'm just bringing attention attention to it. And he Simple. And he brought the attention, and then the NFL was like, "Okay." And then this is also what I bring back to. The- the NFL would not have settled mm-hmm. on the collusion thing if there was no because they were talking about they they but had they had they had they, they, they had de- they had deposed NFL owners yeah they had de- deposed them they, they and if them. they didn't settle what was in that deposition would have come out yeah I don't think they wanted that exactly so whatever the settlement came out to split among thirty two teams mm-hmm. probably came out to less than a million and like yes okay we'll pay that you think you got paid less than a million no no from each team oh, okay. I mean from each like 32 oh, okay. teams less than a million yeah so they're like okay so as opposed to what we said coming out in the open mm-hmm. so like yeah so once you can already put it in that in that regard where it's like mm-hmm. okay they agreed yeah. that we're okay and you can even say okay it's not a guilty plea but it's like there was more yeah. smoke there than not yeah there was smoke yeah. but we really no one really knows yes that but no one exactly but then the NFL also didn't want anyone to know which is why they settled yeah but anyway I think one thing Mm -hmm. one out of everything we said yeah one thing we can agree on is that Hove is not coming out of this unscathed and Uh, and we gotta we gotta flash a bigger light on whatever Jay-Z got going on yeah, this is the way he went about this. Was it was it was iffy, but you really, you really think iffy about at it, best. But you think about it best. in the grand scheme of things, it was it was weird. And it's like, are you were you only just um, pandering at the time? It's like so now you so now you're starting to doubt his sincerity about a whole bunch of things because like it he was you, it does, yeah it because like okay it. all these things that you were you just like leading up to this where you're like hey I I helped you guys out now you you guys. But then some people argue that uh, maybe you're being a purist. Sabu, I'm just saying. Let, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Some people argue that you should be allowed to, uh, I guess, support social justice reform while still being able to make us a, a significant leap, like, like being on track to become an NFL owner as a black man. So, um, so you're saying he should be able to seek this reform and still profiting? Like yeah, he should be because able, he, NFL is not yeah. the one that's causing the police. Yeah, so so but then now, you know what? But saying? then why is it's, it's not like they're the no, but then why isn't Colin Kaepernick able to have the same? The same you really want to, Colin Kaepernick? To no, play. no, because I'm like no, no, because that, I'm like that guy. Because, he, no, he threw me. He he destroyed all my fantasy. See, fantasy. But, that, seasons, but that's the thing. Yo. Like everybody, everybody, literally right. everybody else mm-hmm. gets to chase social reform. Mm-hmm. And continue to even go to higher heights, like Jay Z, for instance. Yeah. NFL is making more money than they've ever made. Yeah. And Colin K gets to make his Nike money. 
No, but that's the thing. Has to be in ads. We've only seen, we've seen him in one ad, and that was the Just Do It campaign. We haven't was, seen him in anything a else. Multi-million dollar ad. Yeah, but he the year before that he also made sixteen million in the NFL. Sixteen million in the NFL. Yes. I think he's probably he, he definitely part of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, you don't think There's so? not, Nike's not. If, if you're not if you're not an NBA player where they can see your face the entire game, Nike's not giving you no damn sixteen million. We don't know how much. Uh, even. We don't know exactly how much. I'm there, sure there, it was tens of millions. No, they don't, don't add no. that settlement. I mean, either no, which is. But that's the so thing. Drew, you shouldn't be look. You shouldn't be feeling sorry for this guy. This guy I'm is still no, a millionaire. See, no, why not? But <laughs> he's see, but still then, a millionaire. But then, but then look at it this way, Corey. Yeah. You're saying, oh, if I if I go to my job and say I'm not working, huh? I'm not the, I'm not the top 32 in literally anything. There are so people I'm not that to, in the NFL today, mm-hmm. and they still haven't made anywhere as much as he's made. Right, and, anywhere as much. And so, so they're so they're already looking like because now, do you know what the NFL is going to use this as a template of? Like, hey, he was the top thirty-two at the most valuable position in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he's gone. You don't think that's going to scare everybody else to to get in line? Because they got to run a business, right? They gotta so run it's a like business. so they're already so they're stifling everybody else's voice. Meanwhile, Jay Z gets to ride in on his white horse and like, hey, we off that now. All right, you know, I'm 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 fixing everything for everybody. Oh, like damn. So, I don't know, man. Hove. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird. I, I need to. I. I. I I'm. I'm glad you brought it because now I'm thinking about it, and the more I think about it, the more it just. It, it's not. It doesn't rub me the right way because I. I would rather you just be consistent <laughs> in your support of whatever it is and not like bounce back and forth. But then I can also see the argument of people making where they say, "Well, the NFL really—they're not the ones causing the injustice." You know what I'm saying, but I don't know. We can move on. Right. We can move right. on. We're, 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 we're going to take a quick. Time. We're going to take a quick break here, yeah. and then we'll be right back. Yeah. All right, so we're yeah. back here with Corey, the host of the Smiling Software Podcast. Yes, sir. All right, so now we wanted to switch to. Well, I was going to say something less uh, depressing, <laughs> but no, not really. This one is just as depressing, <laughs> if not worse. Yeah. So it's the the whole uh, Jeffrey Epstein <coughs> situation. Yeah, I, I didn't want to call it controversy. It's just. Mm-hmm. Well, so just give me a rundown on. So a rundown of what happened was, <clears throat> it's really, it's really like, I'll take it back a couple of years ago. Right. He got caught, right? Well, I was he got someone snitched on him, one of his victims, mm-hmm. and it turned out that this guy had been using, had been getting girls. Like he had someone that would go out and recruit young girls, underage girls, um, and he would have sex with them. Of course, he would give them money too, but then he would also pass them around his oh, friends. Okay, um, and a lot of them were very, very powerful friends. In fact, one of the friends allegedly was Prince Andrew, Ooh. who is the king, the queen's, uh, Queen Elizabeth's, I think, second son, Jeez. younger than Prince Charles. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's a pretty big deal. Um, and he got caught years ago, right? And they had like they had they had a, a girl that was like a bunch of girls that were, that were willing to testify against him. And some of the things that they testified against him for stuff like <clears throat> he would have fly them. He had this private jet, and he, they called it Lolita Express. And it was pretty much young girls who would fly in influential people, powerful people on the jet, and they would fly them to this private island that he had. And, you know, it's a private island, so it's almost like it's your rules, whatever. And apparently, you just have girls there and people just, like, 
statutory raping girls all over the place. Um, young underage girls. Um, and this happened for many years. Again, like I said, someone snitched on him. They were willing to testify against him. He got caught. Um, the Florida Florida um, attorney um, was supposed to put him behind bars. Instead, he worked out some kind of Weasley deal where he pretty much got to. I mean, and this is what happens with the powerful man. Like it's crazy when you have so much money. And again, part of it is also the influence and the power and the money and the lawyers. It goes back to our previous conversation. Yes. Um, and but pretty much he was able to set up some kind of deal where he didn't even have to. I think he didn't even have to spend. I think he would only have to spend like the night in jail and he could always leave or something wow. like it was it was i don't remember the exact details but he was pretty much he was virtually a free man and supposedly you know serving a sentence but not really um and i think at some point he he did he he, he got on probation i think he was on probation and so he was out of jail and he's been out of jail all this while until someone decided to revisit it i think what happened was the details of the case somehow got exposed and um, William Barr Attorney General of the United States decided that okay this is something that we have to look into mm. that was part of why the attorney in Florida at the time who was Trump's I think was it labor secretary it was one of his he was on his he was on his it was on his cabinet he had to step down because of that because of that case mm. because of how much he fumbled it like it was that bad mm. like it was an emb- embarrassment like what kind of judgment do you have he had to step down <clears throat> so now um william barr was was trying to bring this case back up and this time they actually brought it to new york because they found more people more girls that had been involved more people that were willing to testify and this time they were going to try it in new york mm. um and that was that was the plan and of course, at this point, media coverage. So there's no way he's getting yeah. away with this shit. Um, he's in jail, and at some point, they said he tried to commit suicide. He, it was an attempt. They put him on suicide watch, and usually they're supposed to put people on suicide watch for at least a month. Mm. Instead, they kept him on suicide watch for a few days, about a week, and they took him off, which doesn't make no sense. So. So already, like things are already getting fishy. It doesn't make no sense. All right, and he wound up again committing suicide this time. Yes, you did mention that there were bones broken, which is the likelihood of that happening is very low. However, for older people, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's it's very so. So again, that's another one of those theories out there. But you, you can. You can see a possibility where his bones did break and he really did commit suicide. That's the one thing. <clears throat> Second thing is, again, the question is why was he taken off suicide watch? And even after he was taken off suicide watch, how come there was no one like guarding? Because usually when you're suicide watch, you have someone else come in, like another guard. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, not another guard, another inmate. And they, they pretty much pay the inmate. You know, inmates, they make money. Mm. That, that's another way to make money in jail. And the the inmates' only job is to just make sure that you don't kill yourself, and they make sure they take everything that can, like any kind of clothing that can like be used as a they, none of that is around you. So of course, but when they take him on suicide watch, all that's gone. So that means you don't have an inmate, you don't have anyone watching over you, um, and everything is back to normal. And this was after a week. 
for the for someone this high profile it makes no sense they found out some other details um they said the fact that basically uh they they had rotated guards and the guards that they rotated in the time he died were new guards <laughs> see that that in itself is already okay, that's that. already another red flag big flag big red flag um yeah so i mean those are the details those are like this i mean we can kind of flesh out but yeah it doesn't make any sense it makes absolutely no sense um some of the people that they said had flown his private jet at the time back then i think trump they said had flown at least once that they knew of and this that's not even hearsay that that's something that can be confirmed it was that they they, they looked up logs travel logs but because you fly in someone yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean, mean he has been on that place. he has been clinton had been several times several times several yeah, that, times that's that's that one, name that, that one is definitely on confirmed like yeah. several times that one he was on there um <clears throat> there were some other people some other pretty big powerful people that were set up i don't remember the names off the top of my head now but those are two names i know that i've seen and prince um, andrew prince, been on prince, the- prince andrew was that the Prince Andrew was one of the people that that they identified as sleeping with. So that wow. one is not that so one is is past. On another, yeah, yeah, that one is the Prince Andrew one is that one is pretty bad. I mean, think about it. The Queen's son. Jeez. So there's a lot riding on this. There's a lot of powerful people riding on this. Apparently he knows a lot of he he funded a lot of campaigns, um, mm. Clinton's included. Um he he'd known Trump from like back in the days. And apparently, the reason why he and Trump fell out was that he tried to hit on a girl, on a young girl, while he was at Mar-a-Lago, and he got kicked out. That's that's what they said, and he got kicked out as a result. And they said ever since, him and Trump were just never they never saw eye to eye. Um, whether there was something else behind that, I don't know. But that's what they said was the reason why and i might have been other reasons but that's the reason why the yeah, Trump, that, that's that, that was the reason they gave um clinton did put out a statement he claimed he was only on his private jet four times because the original story said it was like over 20 times <laughs> <laughs> okay he said it was only four only times, four times. Okay. and it was strictly professional fundraising stuff there was never any women involved um so that's with clinton um again it is it is fishy man. so so this is someone who essentially had knowledge about very damning knowledge about very powerful people yes and somehow quote unquote was able to commit suicide yes while in solitary confinement under suicide someone, watch yeah for someone that rich it doesn't yeah, make any sense like everything is not adding up nothing uh, adds up um, now we were talking about it in my podcast earlier today it's a smiling software go check it out uh um and someone i think was what was wally that mentioned was like well you know prisons they do have this huge distaste for um well not even that (laughs) for people that uh rapists rapists Uh and that maybe it could have just been like the prison inmates just worked it out somehow jungle justice 
don't know. It doesn't really sound plausible to me. I, and I don't think for someone that it, rich, I don't think they and they would make it look like suicide. No, anything. I don't think they, they know. They'll make sure. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would, they would, they would. Yeah, they, they will make a show of him. Yeah. One, number two. I even feel like they won't even off him like that. They'll, pro- they'll probably want to extort him first and you know, well, stuff least, like that. Well, at least whoop his ass to let or something to, to, to let him know they're serious. Yeah, or something. But yeah. So you know, there's been that. Um, but yeah, it's just weird, man. The whole thing is just weird. I don't know. So, like, if you like, this is pure speculation. Let's mm-hmm. put it out there. Yeah. But in your mind, what do you think occurred? In my mind, mm-hmm. I think, I think he probably committed suicide. That's probably the simplest explanation. I May mean, I always go with the simplest explanation? Is usually what usually happened. He probably did commit suicide. I do feel like he was enabled. So you, you I feel, definitely so feel, you like feel like he was he was prodded in that direction. He, I definitely he ha- like it just doesn't make any sense that he got off suicide watch a week after he tried to commit suicide. It makes no sense. So I feel like there was some some type of enabling that happened. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention is that um, like apparently he had had like some kind of manifesto from back in the days where he tried to justify the idea of of grown people being able to have relationships with underage kids like this was something that he really believed in wow this is something that he was always about huh. um apparently like that was this was like his thing and that you know you know there's like a big faction they, well, i don't want to say big faction but there are groups out there that really they make this like crazy arguments about why um pedophilia shouldn't be stigmatized like huh. it's a real thing no i, I online it's I, wild i, I understand i it's a just, it's a wild thing I, I believe you but i'm still disgusted by it like I, it's crazy I, yeah but they they feel like uh pedophilia should not be stigmatized by society and that there there should be other ways that we should deal with it and maybe we should try to embrace them more something along those lines <sighs> and it sounded like he was of that, of that, that of same that thought, type of yeah. thought process where he was really into stuff like that um yeah man the whole thing is and then you know william barr put out a statement saying okay this is ridiculous but it's just like this happened without your watch man this is this doesn't look good for you guys either yeah he doesn't look good like i don't understand like for for the prison for something to have gone wrong now by the way they've already they've the warden of the prison has stepped down. He better. Um, the guards, they they being investigated. There's a whole yeah. investigation going Heads on. Heads are gonna roll. But the thing about it is that the fact that it, it shouldn't have been allowed to happen. However, they did say that the information he already provided is, that a is, lot of it is, is enough, enough is, is to put some people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that plays out. And if, if I was gonna get into my conspiracy bag <laughs> you know i was thinking on my way i was like what if all of them right all these politicians they all just came and they met and they're like you know what man these guys want small business for all of us mm. and trump and clinton can you imagine all of them just yeah, all of them in their heads. just I, as much as they hate themselves they're like okay no no this is an emergency this this one we actually have to like <laughs> try to fix this and they all came together and they were like you know what we're just gonna just somehow just rush it and just have him have him marked you know what it sounds like? It sounds like an episode of Scandal. It does. That's what it. It's like, like it. It really does. Like, it really does. Someone this rich? What? Um, his lawyers are rejecting the idea that he committed suicide. I, I mean, yeah. they're rejecting it. They're they've just they've completely rejected it. They're like because they did an autopsy and the autopsy re- revealed that he died of suicide. 
So, but they're not trying to have it. They're like, nah, there's more to this. So, uh, you already know his estate is probably going to fight this, hopefully. Um, I want them to fight it because I want yeah, them... Yeah, you want everything to everything come out. Everything to yes. come out. I want whatever conspiracy was behind it to come out. I want it all to come out in the open. But that's the case of Jeffrey Epstein, man. He's uh, supposed to be a billionaire. Even, even his fortune, it's not really clear. He's supposed to be a hedge fund manager. He's supposed to just have this one fund that no one really like. You know, kind of like that guy that got caught. Um, what's his name? A uh, Bernie Madoff. Mm. You remember, like his fund, no one really knew. Yeah, no one knew anything about it. It is similar to this guy. Oh. We just know that he's a billionaire. No one knows anything like, about this the, fund, the source of the or money what or the anything. source of it. We just know that he just has it, and he's powerful, and he's and he's rich as fuck, and he gets to do whatever the f he wants to do. Um. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just like, and so people are wondering, like, you know, is, I guess, was he like the bag, the bag man for like a lot of these politicians that were just, you know, they always knew that they had like some kind of uh, understanding with him, like, okay, we're gonna keep you out of jail, just keep doing whatever you're doing for us. Um, you know, there's all sorts of conspiracies out there. Another conspiracy I thought of was that what if it was this guy that was like the go-to? Because there's oh, there's been talk of a sex child sex trafficking ring in the upper echelons of American society for decades. Right, right. Do you know what this guy's death does for those conspiracy theories right now? They make them. They make every all those people that said those things. Everybody is like on high. People like now. freaking this guy. What's his name? Alex Jones. That that mm. crazy guy. This was one of the things that he was huge on. Apparently, from, this from his sex, start. Yes, mm. this sex child trafficking drink that he always talked about. Conspiracy theories like that. This is like a field day for them because all this does is fuel it. Um, and yeah, so that so that has been going on for a while. That there's a sex child trafficking ring among the upper echelons of society, like across the world, and they all know themselves, and they all know that okay, get away with it because we're the most powerful, and mm-hmm. he just gets to do whatever. The, the and he's and he's basically one of the integral, or was one of the integral cogs of the whole thing. And that so that's that's where the the, the main conspiracy is like really. That's like the main the main cause online conspiracy out there right now. That's that's where they're at right now they're like jeffrey epstein is the like the central cog he was like the like i said he was like the uh he was like the uh the central point the <clears throat> the wholesale the dealer basically <laughs> yeah okay. he was one that yeah. dealt these chicks to everyone and they all knew um but we'll find out more i think do you think we'll really find out like do, i hope do you, i hope we do, do. you think we'll actually I, I don't know if we don't then I'm more inclined to believe my you know, original conspiracy theory that I said Clinton, Trump, all of them came together. Mm. All the powerful people in the world and they were like, yo, let's get on a phone conference real quick. Look, I know y'all y'all hate each <laughs> other right now, differences, but... but yo, we gotta sort this guy out, man. We can't, like, nah, there's too much because there's just some things that, you know, there's some things that you, you imagine, like, you just feel like the world can't even handle the truth sometimes like we can't even process it like we'll just have meltdowns <laughs> you know what i'm saying like people that you know who knows people that we've held in such high esteem you know you don't know whose name is going to drop out of that 
Mm. You know, what if someone drops like a Nelson Mandela? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of course, I'm not saying yeah, that happened. But you know saying, what I'm saying? Like, there are like, certain people the, the, the name, that have meant so much to the world that if they get implicated in things like that, it will just turn everything upside down. It will turn the whole people's mind because at that point, it's like if that person was that way, then then you, God have, knows, you have no hope in anybody else. I have no hope, and you know, I think for some people, it's gonna be just. Maybe they might just feel like ah, there might just be too much world anarchy after this stuff comes out because then they're gonna find out that we've been getting away with all this. Sh- I know I'm getting in my conspiracy bag here, but look, well, I think, I think I'm this, telling you, this, this thing has is, legs. Yeah, I think this, his death, one, the fact that he died, died yeah, a week, he was able to go. What? To, like, what are we talking about here? A week after he had attempted, if it even happened once, Alabun said, "Okay, maybe she just happened." But, but he, he tried had it already the first tried time. And a week after he dies, ah, oh, nah, someone's got to There's also other conspiracy theories out there. Look, this is look. I I engage in these things. I I try not to put them out there as truth. But man, you understand when there are no answers, man. You just have to you have to look at all the possibilities. There's also this possibility that's out there that they said he's not dead. Ah, <laughs> that, <laughs> wait, that wait, the whole thing. Wait. Look, wait, dude, there's all sorts wait, out there. Wait. So Pooh said he might not be dead. So this is all a ruse. This is like a freaking wait. So wait, is this to, to episode of twenty four? So, so is, is this to avoid prosecution? Prosecution or to avoid reprisal from the people who's about to snitch on? Both. Ah. That maybe that maybe that was the deal that they made from that. You know what? We'll They'll fake his you. death. We'll fake your death. Get you the fuck out of here. You can go back to your island or wherever. No one will know where no you way are. You, are. Mm. you just black out, mm. and they will just take you away. Or some people have, have even suggested that maybe they, well, actually, then they won't be able to get away with the autopsy. But I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it's it's weird. It, it, it's weird. It's it's a lot of funkiness. It's a lot. A lot of funkiness. It's a lot. So that's the case with Jeffrey Epstein right now, and it's it's crazy. But we're following the story. Where where where? Yeah, we got eyes on this man. And, and I'm telling you, that's why, that's why, you know, YouTube, that's where you get your citizen journalists. Like, <laughs> they're on the case. Stuff that CNN won't touch. Yes, because you know that. it's not, it's, because it's not confirmed. Exactly. It's not, you just, you see people it's, just, it's not credible, go, but, go, but you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's interesting. That's, that's yeah. what, that's YouTube for you. That's YouTube, man. There's a lot of interesting things out there on youtube that's the epstein case man we'll see so, how it goes so there was uh, another thing i wanted to touch with you real yeah. quick because mm-hmm. i know like when the story first came out mm-hmm. you guys discussed it a bit and it's about lil nas x yes so it's like when he first came out as like, gay no no not even that oh uh-huh. no, not even that i'm talking about like came out like yeah when the song came out yeah. he was facing the mm-hmm. barrier from country music yes and now he literally has the longest standing number one song can you imagine in history can you imagine? But is he still on there? Yes, 19 weeks now. He's still on there. <laughs> yes, right now. I remember when he broke the yeah, record. Yeah, it was 17 weeks. Yeah, that was the record. Now 19 that weeks. Cr- How come? That that is what I'm trying to ask you now. Like it's crazy. I didn't even know he was still on there. Yeah. I thought he was down. No, 19 weeks now. Wow. Okay, so that's <clears throat> that's a big deal. And you know, just like you said, initially he wasn't allowed in the club. Then he was allowed in because Billy Ray Cyrus, came, another person who had been him. held out, before. yeah, embraced him. Um, and then you see, I think there were, there were some, there are also other factors that might have played. Like you know, he came out as gay. Some people claim that maybe that might have taken, given him like an additional three, four weeks. But I, I don't think people are 
that. I don't think if, Americans are see, that. If anything, uh, I think it's because more of the the millions of remixes that he had. He did. That he, one. Did, he did have and, a lot of remixes. So and to that, I'm like he. The way the system was trying to exclude him, he also played the system too. Yep. Like he, he played, he played their game. He milked the shit. Yeah. Out of it, like he even had one of the guys from BTS. Yo, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, like he had that. Dolly Parton. Like every, I, I didn't. Even he know he was Dolly he Parton. well he 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 wanted Dolly Parton, and you know the the way they announced the remixes is with the horses and stuff. Yeah. And she replied with an updated version of the horse oh, thing. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's basically how you know if someone has jumped on the verse wow. is with. And she replied with like a pink horse or something. Wow. So he he whatever his marketing A1. Because it's yeah. like it's like it's and like also someone that was making beats in his Yeah, because you know he wasn't just studio. he wasn't just he was like he, you know he came up as a troll initially. Yeah. Whereas like Photoshop everything like he would do he so, so kind of even like, the song itself yeah, was, like was, a troll. was supposed to be like a troll job was like that's what I thought at the beginning. Like, is, was he doing like? Was he yeah. responding to a challenge? Yeah. And and you see people. Out, and oh, then, but I know when I heard that song the first time, I knew this is a hit. I was like, nah, this yeah, is because, a straight up. Yeah, hit. because I I thought like, I thought the fact that people were doing challenges to it meant mm-hmm. that it was resonating with so many people, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden. Yeah. But then the country people they made themselves look very petty. They like, did, they did, like, they did. <laughs> and then did, did. You, did you see the sign where the, when when it became number one? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, congratulations to Billy Ray Cyrus. And then they had that. him like in the little font. I saw that. And, I saw that. That was kind of that was quite ridiculous. I'm like, that was quite ridiculous. But I mean, that's he's doing his thing, man. That, Good for him. Good for him. Lil Nas X. He has another song, Panini. Uh, Panini. I mean, yeah. that one is, is that one more is, sing-songy. He's more sing-songy. And I think that's what more of what his sound is supposed to be anyway. Yes. yes. But, you know, you have to get in so what, there. So, what, so has he pigeonholed himself? I guess no, but, the but then, is, is he, in that respect, is he like the person that has to come out in cowboy gear for the rest of his life now? That's another thing. I love, and he he, he, he kind of looks ridiculous in that cowboy outfit after me because I'm just like, what is going on? But hey, that's 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 what he likes, it seems. Um, but yeah, um, I know he's my niece is like that's one of her favorite yeah, artists. Look at right? go crazy. Me, like this, wow. I think it's like their knock if you buck. Like yeah. they, they go crazy off of that song, and it's my niece is a huge fan of his. All right, so then I wanted to. Another thing that I I had to make sure I got into this with yes. So our man Berna is like out run, running things Anybody. right now, performing everywhere. everywhere. Jimmy Kimmel. We talked about it today. Fallon, um, uh, tonight show. Uh, what no? Um, Trevor Noah. So you know how he's getting all these gigs, right? Oh, um, he is Apple's featured artist of the month. And apparently, what they do is when you're a featured artist, they they, they take you through this circuit. So, like this car wash of this, yes, this circuit. But it's a big look. Like mm, no, if, it is. If you're lucky enough to, to be that, get to get that, and and what they do is because they, they and they you know they did it with Megan Thee Stallion too, like mm. the previous month. I think this was his month, and the same thing. They, they take you through the circuit, Breakfast Club, this because you know it costs them. Right, you, you don't right. just get on these right, things. Right, right, right. <laughs> like right. It, there's there's some there's there's it so now money. so now it makes it makes a lot of sense because I'm thinking yeah. like is it his team that's yeah. putting in all no, this work? No, it just happened to be, and then they put you on Billboard. Right, they put you on 
they give you guest, guest spots to perform. Right. So yeah. Jimmy Kimmel it was while he was explaining this this and he explained this on the podcast today. So basically, they I think before it used to be the other guy, the James Corden, Corden guy. Yeah. Now they switched to Jimmy Kimmel. So now all the artists now go through Jimmy Kimmel. Um, they did it. Mr. Easy got it too during his time, but his wasn't as he didn't get as many spots mm. as this one. This one was really really like they really put him out there the album actually debuted on the billboard charts right yeah <laughs> um and it debuted i mean it was it was it didn't make top 100 but it didn't debut in top 100 it was like 104 but it's still a pretty big deal for like a, an afrobeat artist yeah. to come and have an imprint on the billboard i think it's a huge deal um yeah man so burner is doing his thing all right so in terms of like Afro, so even that that whole the genre of Afrobeat as itself, mm-hmm. I feel like it is incredibly limiting because yeah. I don't see how an artist like Adekunle Gold, mm-hmm. Burna Boy, uh, Fino, is it? yeah, yeah, you know, I, I don't see how you can all put all of them under the same genre. Yeah, because and, he, and you know he explained it. Did you see, did you see his his um, interview on? Uh, Trevor Noah no I, I haven't seen it he explained it and I thought it was a perfect way of explaining it he said look say Afrobeat is like a pizza mm. and that like the Afrobeat gogo is like the dough mm. and that but with the dough you know you can have different kinds of pizzas mm. you can have a cheese pizza you can have a <clears throat> you can have like a pepperoni whatever you can have different types of toppings and that those different types of toppings are the different sounds that you hear but that the base itself is Afrobeat so Afro and I, and I think that's what a lot of people confuse. People get confused with people. They think it's just one specific sound. Mm-hmm. There's different types of Afrobeat. There's Afro pop. There's Afro hip hop. You know, like some like Olamide now. Like he he has a lot of hip hop influences in his sound, but there, there's still that base of the Afrobeat base where it's like it's hard to explain. It's like it's first of all it started with fella, mm-hmm. and it's this raw thing. It's like a raw where like percussions are being used it's it, it's something there's something more to it it's not just it's the percussions it's the melodies and it's like it is a common thing there it's the the drums those things these are all like the little, little elements that make it afrobeat then people then take it to the next level and then they add their different like twists on it and that's where you get like but then it just seems like once it comes from an african artist they're just tagging it as african because it could literally just be an, an african vocalist playing over a piano which is which is yeah yeah you're right and, which, and it'll still be called Afro which we, and we but it's not that's the thing because there are nigerian artists that don't necessarily do afro beat like, thank you that so that I, is, I see where you're that, coming that from trying to the nigerian say, artists that don't necessarily that, yeah. do afro beat and they just put everything from nigeria <laughs> And that and that and, Ghana, she, and that's why and that's why and that's why like and that's why podcasts like mine that's that's what we're here to do to help people distinguish these things and to help people really really get into the weeds of like the sounds and and the influences and where they came from and understand exactly you know what Afrobeat does right it's it's hard to explain it's like a groove it's like a again the very very first instance of Afrobeat would have been fella and from there it's like people have just taken him taken that influence his his way of speaking his the chants is like a chant is like the melodies the way they go they're not like typical american melodies mm-hmm. you know in america right they're like 
I don't know if you've seen this video, but um, Ed Sheeran goes over it. Most songs in America, they go off of these like they're like four different like melodies. They're all the same. Like they all sound the same. And if you if you look up a YouTube video, and look up um some about melodies. Um, sorry. Um, chords. Chords. Uh-huh. Chords. They're like four yeah. chords, uh-huh. and it's the same yep. for all. Uh-huh. Afrobeat is not quite. Afrobeat we count all over the place. Like we're not. It's not. It's not that, as rigid. And that's why when people hear it, they just know it. It's, it's like a sound. It's not as rigid. For most pop song, is the same four chords, and and even the song structure uh, itself is the, the same. same mm-hmm. The same breakdown, yeah. and you know that's why I'm so excited about Afrobeat, and that's why I'm excited about my podcast because these are things that we want to be able to like highlight to show that, look, this isn't what you think it is. This is this is something different here. This is something special. And the melodies are something that you're not it's it's unique to us and the good thing about afrobeat it, it, it's 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 even past nigeria now it's now in african music right you know in the uk scene now they're adopting a lot of afrobeat sounds and inspirations the the melodies the the the, the kind of percussion, percussion even here like yeah. even like what they are. the you yeah. heard the new Swaley and Drake? Yeah. They are uh, produced by Techno. They, yep. Produced by Techno. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, he, he, yep. gave, he gave them a very watered down beat. Yep. A beat he probably wouldn't even give David Oki. Yeah. 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 It was kind of basic, yeah, but yeah. I, I think. It, I but think he gave them the sound. That's yeah, what he, he did. And, he, and it, was, it seems credible coming from yeah. him. It did. So he did. I, mean, I think he even had some writing credits. Yeah, like I Drake mean, or something about Bakasi or something on there. I mean, a serious bag was secured there. Absolutely. Like, you know, you know, yeah. you, you already know, but yeah, but that's Afrobeat, man. It's, I, I think Burner Boy couldn't have said it any better. It's like the dope and everything else is just toppings on top of it and it's different sounds, but you're right. I do think that there is a risk that we end up pigeonholing ourselves yeah, by, it's, it's, by defining yeah, Afrobeat as African artists. And yeah, that's what America sometimes yes, does. That's, they, look, that's, they look at the they, simplest way to yes, define it. And, oh, and, and oh you're African and you're it. doing music. Oh, Afrobeat. you must be Afrobeat then. Yes. And it's, and yeah, so and and that's and th- and that's why podcasts like mine, we're gonna make sure that we really get stuff See, like that. And that's why I, I like I I when I talk about these artists, it's like I do it like individually, so mm-hmm. I make sure like I mm-hmm. highlight what Burner Boy is doing, and even mm-hmm. in terms of like Beyonce mm-hmm. album from yeah. Lion King, yeah, I was like giving the individual artists their props. Yeah. I didn't want to categorize it as Afrobeat yeah. because it's like when you even bring up all those like the six or seven artists that were brought together in mm-hmm. that album like mm-hmm. like I can understand if you're saying okay this is Afro pop mm-hmm. because that's what a lot yeah, of yeah, these Afro- artists are like because you cannot yeah. say yeah but uh, Afro Afro pop is still a subgenre yes, of Afro yeah. but yeah the very rhythmic yeah. um, repetitive yeah, stuff yeah repetitive yeah, yeah that's, there's certain that's, elements yeah, to yeah, it so that's that's pop music yeah but with the uh, Afro beat Afro beat, beat layer yes like, yeah. yes so it's yes. like so it's like a fusion yeah so it's like you can you can you can do it that way because mm-hmm. there's no way you can or like no so Amadi or Namdi mm-hmm. like he's a vocalist yeah, he is. but then with different yeah. uh, even different, even like, Adekunle Gold yeah. a lot of his songs are not Afrobeat yeah. a lot of his songs are just him singing Yoruba on yeah, American yeah, just, yeah, just exactly production in Yoruba or yeah. even uh, uh, the dude that sang Oleku yeah uh, Brimo Brimo you, are you gonna tell me that's the same genre as Davido Brimo is like you don't understand Brimo is he has the voice of like uh, he has a really really good voice yes. that carries very very well mm-hmm. like it's very and, rich but a lot of his the production is not Afrobeat mm-hmm. a lot of it and that was what, that was what made Brimo so unique mm-hmm. it was like you heard this 
with this vocalist singing in this rich Yoruba, like similar to what you would hear on like a beautiful ballad, right? Mm-hmm. But he was saying it in Yoruba, and that was really all it was. And but that's not this, that's not necessarily Afrobeat. But then he also, of course, he also has some Afrobeat songs, like, right? Oleku, exactly. Yeah, that's an Afrobeat. You know, so, track. But, so the, that's that's just one thing I wanted to like. It's been yeah. bugging me. Like, I was like yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, and like, we have to make that I'm, distinction. Even while I'm talking about, it and I catch myself saying, we have to make that distinction like, because like, even we ourselves sometimes we yeah, we, we just, just forget and we just we, you know. But yeah, we have to make that distinction, yeah. and we have to make people know because that's what America does. They they, they try to simplify everything yeah. and water it down as and, much as possible, and then that to be, make and it and consumable. That just becomes the truth, right? There, yeah, going and we can, exactly. And then you can't start correcting people once they've already accepted. Exactly. Exactly. I'll give one, I'll give an example. I was arguing with somebody the other day um, about. Are you familiar with UK drill? Drill? Yeah. UK drill. Not not too familiar. No. Okay. So they call it UK drill now. Have you heard this song? Um, Baby, we're gonna go to the party. Um, by by Pop Smoke. He's in New York. Uh huh. Baby, we're gonna go to the party. See, that's UK drill. That's drill. That's like it's a drill beat. Oh. But they call it UK drill now, right? And it's and it's frustrating to the same way it's frustrating to me because it's really not UK drill. It's a Chicago. It's, drill started drill beats that started from Chicago. Started from like <clears throat> artists like Chief Keith, back, Chief Keith, like back in the days, a little Dirk. Like mm. they kind of like moved that drill sound, right? And what happened was the UK scene. They saw it, they recognized it, they loved it, and they adopted it with their, um, I guess their garage whatever they, and they adopted that it's, it's like and it again, became their thing and it became it? their thing mm. and if you go on if you go if you type in UK drill on YouTube it's like tons of videos like it became like a huge thing it became almost like bigger oh. there because and then, it was their main thing as opposed to just being one yes, of the few here yes and then so they start calling it UK drill <laughs> and then you know and you have like you a drill UK drill producers like there's a lot of them and it's the same same patterns it's like it's like a snare pattern and you know you had this guy producing and you had people calling this pop spock song UK drill and they were like and so I even pointed out like it's only by UK producer and it just frustrates me because I'm just like damn this Chicago's not gonna get credit for this thing I mean, but that's how it is, man. And people just want to simplify it. And you know, but it to me it was just bizarre that Americans are calling it UK drill, and they don't even know. They don't wow. even know that it originated from uh, so Chicago. I thought you were saying like the UK. No, Ameri- oh, the Americans are calling. Yeah, it UK like drill. Americans on YouTube are like, oh yeah, oh so this is that UK, UK. Wow. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you're not even gonna give the right people the right and that. But that's the kind of stuff that happens, and it becomes fact. And it just and, and just, going forward, it and, just, and it just becomes it comes a thing. So yeah, but yeah, I'm sure Chief Keith will have something to say about oh, this. Oh, I'm very sure. Soon. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sosa don't play. Oh uh, no, he don't. <laughs> <laughs> he don't. He don't. Yeah, yeah, but I like that song, man. I like that. Uh, Welcome to the party track. I, I have. A, I don't know. I have a. I, I think you too. You do too. Also, I have a bias for like New York rappers. Oh, because I've, I've been waiting for their comeback. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to take over. You know, I had. You know, even though Takashi wasn't the best rapper i was kind of rooting for him until all this stuff came out i'm like oh yeah, man yeah, yeah. new york can't catch a freaking break <laughs> yeah I, no I, w- I was not i was not new york I can't was, catch a not, break I man i was not in the takashi camp oh. in any it, they I'm took not, such a big l on that one like it, the whole thing was just messy <laughs> it was just messy <laughs> it was just messy i mean 
I mean, you're looking at that. What about Bobby Smurder at first? Like he Bobby Smurder too. He was like, <laughs> that was supposed to be like, okay. I'm like, okay, New York is, you know, because New he, York is he, the mecca he, of hip hop. So he, he wrapped his own confessional. That's what can he you did. Imagine? Like, can you was, imagine? Just a mess. Um, but you still have you still have some artists out there. You got I mean, Young Gemi, but you that's know? the thing, like. She's well, young doing, Gemi, she's, doing she's not getting. Game. No, but the thing is, because she's still independent, indie, yeah, and that is that is the like the fact that Ooh got on mm-hmm. on the radio was even a big deal yeah. in itself because mm-hmm. otherwise, I don't think a lot of people would have even she's heard. She's a spitter, man. She's That's a spitter. spitter. That's that, what people don't realize. She's actually she, good. She's really, really good. And <clears throat> and the thing is, so people who have like seen her out and about, <coughs> she she gets like the like the dude heartthrob treatment. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like okay like so she was down in Miami like like late last year or something and she had chicks flocking to her like actively <coughs> like like giving her the Chris Brown treatment basically wow. and it, so it's like people are saying oh she's not she's not uh, blowing up because she's not doing anything for the male gaze I'm like no <coughs> dude it's because she's she's getting attention even she though it's not from men it's just that she's independent <coughs> yeah and she is. She, the thing is she also doesn't I I think her independence also like works for her in terms of she doesn't have to water down her image she at doesn't. all <coughs> she's so, herself I, yeah. love, I love her man I love her she's good yeah <coughs> alright so we're gonna take a quick <coughs> break here and we'll be right back alright <laughs> alright so welcome back to the Well Actually podcast again joined by Corey of the Smiling Suffer podcast alright so now this part is <coughs> is something new that I'm trying to do for all the all of our uh guests on the show whenever we do have guests so just going to be some rapid fire questions the first thing that comes to your mind and try to be as honest as possible okay all right so you ready yeah all right so what was the most embarrassing moment you can remember most embarrassing yeah (laughs) you don't mean that that you're that you'll you'll be willing to admit oh god it was I remember her. I remember Maladi. Oh, okay. Yeah, she. Oh, like okay. I liked her like a lot. Oh, okay. Like, and this is in, this is back in ISI. Back this in is... GSS. Oh, damn. And... I, I didn't mean to cut that deep. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's okay. okay. <laughs> All right, you know what? We'll, we'll just move past this. One. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yo, it's, yeah. I'm still a little bit traumatized. <laughs> I was in GSS three and it was oh it was oh okay painful yeah. in case and she any... left me for another guy ah wait I didn't know that part well, I mean we're weren't officially together or anything but it was who, just, who, you know who, who was the other guy so you know how how you like someone so mm-hmm. much <clears throat> and you know your friend you're like hanging out so with her. that was your truth basically yeah that was who, who was the other guy <sighs> I think it was Bushul <laughs> I think it was Bushul. <laughs> Well, me and Bushel, I used to fight so hard at the oh time. Wait, I'm sorry. Bushel. In case anyone is is late to the party, so me and Corey went to secondary school together yeah. back, back, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and because they happened to be in the same class. Oh man. And I was okay. in C, but I had yeah. such a huge crush on her. I think that's yeah. that was probably one of the most embarrassing because and the way it happened too was it, she she forgot my ass like. You know, words together or anything, yeah, but but, it, but then it, it, it got worse because my friends like clowned me for it. <laughs> oh my, I, my closest friends! I promise I did not know this was gonna come up. Like <laughs> my closest friends clowned me for it. Ali, Tolu, Malik, they all know themselves. Oh, they so clown they, they the whole twism. They clown <laughs> the shit out of me. Tolu, Robert, all of them walk uh, up. Sh- shout they to twism. Clown oh, the man. shit out of me, okay. and I just felt like shit. And I okay. remember going home that day. 
and oh. crying. Oh my. <laughs> I was oh. so heartbroken. Okay, I think I might need to X that question. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you want a, de- a deserted island, uh, yeah. what album would you want with you? You can only have one. Whew. Oof. That's a hard one. <clears throat> one album. Yes. It's education. Lauren Hill. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm an R&B guy. I, I can't think of one artist who has eaten off of one album more than her. I can't think of it. It was a, t- it's a timeless album, man. Mm, Time, okay. Every song. I just... All I, right. You know. All right. So now this one, this one is going to get a bit wacky. So would you rather piss a golf ball... Or shit a bowling ball. Oh. 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 That's a painful one. Uh, uh, a bowling ball, a whole bowling you, ball. You, I'm sorry, you got it. You got to choose. Woo. Probably bowling ball. You'd rather just shit a because ball. yeah, that's nah. I, I just nah. It's not. It's not gonna happen. How? Anatomically, it's just not gonna happen. Uh, hey man, I I didn't I didn't say it had to obey physics. And I, and I, I feel like at least I'll still be able to have kids you know, <laughs> if I if I shot a bowling ball. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But if I did that with the golf ball, I, uh, I don't know. That's, it, it, that's wouldn't game over. it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. Okay. All right. Uh, who would you call if you needed to hide a body? If I needed to hide a body. Mm-hmm. I need to hide it, buddy. Yes. I'm probably call Michael. Wow. Yeah. Shagun. Yes. Really? Yeah. He, he, he got it like that? <laughs> no, no, no. No, because he's the only one that I will probably trust enough. Okay, okay. So it's more about trust than ability. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So he's the, I think he'll probably be the only one that I would be like, okay, it's just going to be between us kind of thing. So it's not because he already got the setup. Or... No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. He's not about that life. So he doesn't have like... A I mean, I'll probably call a family it. member too, but I'm, I'm thinking outside of family members. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of because, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, probably Marco. So he doesn't have like a chainsaw on the no, back. Of no, he doesn't. Okay. No, right. no, thank God. I mean, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> no, yeah. but then Marco too. You know, Marco too is like a very, very huge. So he would probably be able to help me carry the buddy. Oh, so you just think <laughs> of logistics at this like, point? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I had to think it all through. Wow. Yeah. All right, and the, the final question: If you could switch lives with any person for a day, who would it be? Will Smith. Why? I don't know. The guy, his life just looks amazing. It just looks like he's having just, fun. Like I'm just like his <laughs> family vacations. He's you know at some point I, I think at some point he was even like <clears throat> I think at some point he was even allowed to like I'm not saying I want this for me myself but at some point I think he was allowed to like f around with other women like remember that time that they said that they were in like an open relationship. But I think they, I think they, they rubbish those rumors. Oh, they did. Yeah, think, okay, all right. But that's, but that's not why I picked it. <laughs> that's not why I picked oh, oh. it. Yeah, you have but, to clean that but up. But his life, he just seems like he's amazing, life. man. And you know, he he's jumping off of planes. Yeah. He just, he's a movie star. I'm, I'm, I'm he's rich as huge Will Smith fan. I know you yeah, are. You've I'm, always I'm, been. You've always he, been. He, he You've always been. been. That's why I'm like, because even when he did the bungee jumping out of a helicopter. I was watching that shit on Facebook. Yeah, you Imagine, I'm like, live, I haven't been on Facebook. Yeah, well, who, who, I was watching, watching live. I, I was watching the whole thing. Yeah, but, yeah. I, w- I would. I would. I, his life looks amazing. Just, he just looks amazing. Uh, he has kids. He's, was, he's uh, close. So to you, kids. you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to be a woman for a day. Because someone, for, someone for, 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 a a day. Day, for a day. Because someone asked me, mm-hmm. like that's how I came up with it, and I told him Rihanna. 
straight up because I don't think <clears throat> there's any person alive right now mm-hmm. who is having more fun out than of Rihanna? her than Rihanna. I don't know. I don't know. Rihanna? Because I, I would have said Beyonce, but then she's married to Jay Z. Like, I don't want. I don't want that responsibility <laughs> at all. Yeah. But Rihanna just seems like she's always having she's the time living of her best life. life. She is always at at any time. She's probably. She, I think she's living the best. And life. it was just. It was just <clears throat> like, what would it be like? Because I already know what it's like to be a man. Mm-hmm. Like for a day. What is it like to be a woman? And I don't to know. be Rihanna for a day. Yeah, for a day. Yeah, I, 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 I probably just see what it's like. Yeah, because here's the thing, right? I feel like if, if you if you if you went to a woman's body, right? First of all, you would get all the sexual <laughs> eyes on you, like right off the bat. So it'll be interesting to see what that's like. You, you know how it but is. But then it's also <clears throat> so with Rihanna, it's also fame too. Yeah. So too. it's like it's all. So that it's like too. on a it's that on a thousand. On a thousand, where it's like. But then they, I would like to see what it would be like because yes, I get it that men, men are they have certain privileges, mm-hmm. but women have certain privileges to being women too. Where it's like they get that's why women can scam guys very easy, <laughs> very easily. Isn't that just more about the gullibility of guys? Well, too? that too, but that's, that's because a lot of times we guys we think with our yeah. with our dicks. Yeah. So I think it will be interesting to see how well I can manipulate <laughs> guys like. I, I think it's a good thing I wasn't a, I wasn't born a woman because man I would be I'd be scamming these dudes like a mother wow like enough girls have scammed me now I'm just like damn you did that you did that huh so you're giving them props for scamming <laughs> I'm you. like oh you you did that but, but of course because it's also because I knew that I wanted a certain something mm. <coughs> I was willing to do certain things <laughs> to get it mm. um and that's you know but yeah it is what it is all right. Yeah. All right, and okay. So I said that was last. Okay, now this is the last one. Since you fancy yourself a bit of a a music critic, yeah. Better vocals, Mariah or Whitney Houston? Whitney. I'll tell you why. <clears throat> Whitney is a better vocalist all around. Mm-hmm. Mariah can hit higher notes, which is nice and all. Should, I think I don't think anyone can sing at the kind of octaves she sings in as consistently in. But if you're just looking at complete ugh, Whitney Houston, her, her voice can uh, her voice can pierce through walls. Like it's when you, th- when you think of and uh, yeah, when you think of what she did with that with that run, she didn't need to have a high. She, she didn't need to hit a high note. She just when when she when she belted out that tune, you felt it. You felt the goosebumps literally. Like you could just feel it, and that's what Whitney—that's what Whitney's voice was like. It was, it was, oof, it was heavenly. It was, it was another level. So uh, yeah, I would—I think she has a better, better voice overall. But of course, Mariah can hit higher notes, and you know, it's nice when Mariah does like. <laughs> but you know, that that could get old. You know, <laughs> that could that could get. But she's a great. Don't get me wrong, she's a great. So it's funny you brought up. Uh, I always love you. A lot of people don't know that. That's a cover, actually. From well, Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton, and it's Dolly Parton. And when you hear Dolly Parton's version, you're like, "Wow!" <laughs> you're like, I, yeah. I, "I can, I can, I understand why no one remembers it for Dolly Parton, just because she knocked that thing out the park, man. It's crazy when she hit that note, <clears throat> and then when she, when, you know, when she goes on that, and then she just keeps Keep going, going and yeah. keeps going, and you're like, "Wait, what's going on here?" And you can just feel everything. That's still one of my favorite movies, man. That's still one of my favorite movies ever. The Bodyguard. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. Kevin Costner. Are, are you still a movie person? Bruh. 
Uh, have you seen any movies lately? I haven't really uh, been. Are you like a big superhero? Oh yeah, I've seen all that. I've seen I was, all yeah, the Avengers. Was, oh yeah, I, I've, I've done like two episodes on them junks already. Oh really? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when they recently passed Avatar, for mm-hmm. highest grossing all over. Yeah. yeah, they did that. Yeah, they they kept it I in theaters. I wonder when long Avatar Two is coming out. That's they've been they've been saying. Remember, <coughs> Avatar came out ten years ago. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm. James Cameron has other things to do. I'm sorry. Probably. Just, I, I don't know. Why. Well, yeah, man. It's been it's been fun having you it's here, been man. Real man, it's been yeah, real. I, been real. I, I, been I really blast. appreciate it's been a appreciate blast. I didn't even through. expect to even be here this long, yeah. but it was. I was yeah. enjoying the conversation, um, yeah. and I have to say that I appreciate you having me here. I appreciate yeah, you even giving me because I know we don't agree on everything. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like again, I think that's why our podcasts are so important because we need to start having these conversations. We need to start, you know. I feel within at least within my African community, <clears throat> there are certain things that we tend to just not touch yeah we don't we don't discuss <clears throat> the important things the important we don't have the, the difficult discussions and you know there's certain like values that have been passed on traditions that we don't even bother to even question yeah and i feel like these are the ways that we have to start testing them in the real world in real life situations um learning about situations that like even like this whole <clears throat> like the whole gun debate that we talked about you know that debate in itself within the African community we can be very dismissive sometimes right you right. know we can be very dismissive we can be you know there's this and I want to talk about this there's this thing about where <clears throat> Africans we do this thing where we come here we take s- advantage of certain things that have been reserved for Africans or that are descendants of slave here right and we take advantage not not understanding that this is actually something that this was put in place for someone else mm-hmm. and i feel like that's something that sometimes we miss out on and that's why i said like this, i feel like this conversation we could be going on forever but i think these are some of the things that we need to start approaching you know we all know our parents a lot of our parents the way they regard yes african-americans even that word akata you know i stopped using it years ago really i, I stopped using it just because when i learned about the connotation like the original connotation about like it's supposed to mean like a uh, stray 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 cat stray cat mm-hmm. it, it, to me i it just it never it, it never sat well with me and i'm like if someone regarded me like that mm-hmm. and even the way some of our parents generations use that word even if right now if someone uses it it might not mean they might not mean it from a bad place but the way they used it back then mm. and, and and i don't want to say my parents i'm not talking about i'm just saying about that generation if you know it was derogatory and see you and that, know and it was the, derogatory that's, the, that's why i brought up what candace owens that's what her name that was trying to hold up nigerians as this beacon of a hey, black americans this yeah. is who you should try, try, like, trying to pit pit yeah, one, one, pit one again. Again. and, and nigerians cool. were celebrating that whole thing like, it's not cool it's Beware not cool. of any compliment that is at someone else's it's not expense. cool it's and, not yeah. cool it's not cool so I, th- I again i feel like that's why we need to start having these conversations uh, i appreciate you <clears throat> giving me the time on your platform um i i would love to do this another time maybe right. next time you you will come down to maryland we'll do this again right. and let, let people know where to find you uh so um you can find me everywhere really um we're on facebook smiling suffer we're on instagram smiling underscore suffer um, for those that don't know, sufferer is spelled the way it's spelled in the dictionary. Sufferer. So it's a play on <clears throat> fellas. Uh, as you know, like I said, we're very, very big on Afrobeat. And it's a play on fellas song. Um, suffering. You remember suffering and smiling? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a play on that. Gotcha. Um, and 
it's just it's for me it's a representation of <clears throat> the African plight um, in a lot of ways we we I mean, we've had our struggles too we you know what it was like living in Nigeria right. you know what it was like living in certain conditions and you know those conditions were so normal for us back then like you look back and you're like wait did we really go through that? did we really go yeah. through that you know what i'm saying yeah. but we still somehow found a way to smile through all that and i felt like that's what that song really talks about nigerians suffering and smiling every day then they wake wake inside boss like he was talking about the struggles we go through and we still somehow find a way to smile now he wasn't necessarily doing it in a complimentary way but I kind of embrace that message to understand that despite all the shitty stuff, the shittiness that goes on back home, back in, in the motherland, um, we still find a way to just find joy out of little, little less things. They, they say, you know, Nigerians are <clears throat> some of the happiest people in the world. Like, which, which is mind-boggling. It's itself. mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. We find ways to like laugh at the absurd. Um, and in those conditions and, and it's kind of sad too because we really should be angry oh yeah we really should be angry but I feel like we found a way to kind of deal with it deal with our trauma and, and it's you know we will always still complain we, we, we're complainers we, we like to complain and we'll complain and we'll, but then we'll also still find a way to smile through the suffering and I think that's what I try to do with smiling and suffering bringing that to the forefront and trying to talk about issues that affect the world but from our perspective um and so yeah smiling sufferer uh <clears throat> we're out on facebook also please follow us uh we're on youtube search for us smiling sufferer we're on twitter at smiling pod um smiling sufferer s-m-i-l-i-n-g-s-u-f-f-e-r-e-r um, and what platforms is the, the podcast available on? uh you can find us on spotify we're on uh, Apple iTunes. That's all we're on for now. You'll find some of our older episodes on YouTube. I think we have like the first 30 episodes on YouTube, but we haven't really put that many episodes on recent episodes on YouTube. But we have clips on there. So please share <coughs> our clips if you can. Um, follow us. Um, it's me, my co-host, G and Yeti. Uh, G is Wally. Um, and we just... we come and we just we talk about it we talk about the current events we talk about how it affects us um, from our perspective from our unique perspectives and we just and we again a very big part of our podcast is afrobeat music uh we're very excited about it um it's something that, and that was that was one of the drivers why we put this together um <clears throat> we knew that afrobeat was about to make a splash in the u.s and we were excited and we wanted to um kind of document this this um this afrobeat invasion you know we've been we've been handed here and there in songs and pop culture and i feel like you know afrobeat is an opportunity for a lot of people back home to get out of all sorts of situations like you have artists like brenna boy now like headlining concerts at the fillmore in maryland that's a big deal right and you know there are a lot of afrobeat artists that can follow that same trajectory and if this is something that american music can embrace in their culture it could do so much good for us so um yeah we're just excited excited to talk about these things and you know that's about it man um yeah my my social media also even though i don't usually do this but i i need to start doing this my social media is at courageous i'm on instagram at 
K-O-R-E-G-E-O-U-S. Um, and it's the same thing on Twitter. It's the same thing on Twitter. Yeah, yeah you can yeah, you can find me uh, same thing at courageous. Um I know it's kinda corny, but so what, what happened with the the rap cat on it? The rap cats. Yo, look for those that don't know, I used to be I used to want to be a rapper, man, and I, I went with the name rap cat. I read the name like rap cat, ago, and you know it's funny. I I don't even find that as embarrassing as the ish that happened in JSS three that too I mean, traumatized. But, but you had that name longer than that. I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I, exactly. I'm not even gonna say how many years because. Uh, according to uh, let anybody else tell, I'm still in my early 20s yeah, yeah. so we don't you need know, to yeah, you know, we don't need yeah, to discuss mid, any mid of that mid 20s you yeah. know you know how we do yeah, so we're not gonna go into the into detail but yeah you know how we do yeah so I really appreciate you coming through man thanks man. bro thanks bro it's a pleasure it's a yeah. pleasure I was you know I had gone out last night <clears throat> not out like I had poker night I, yeah thanks thanks for the invite man y'all y'all, all y'all Maryland dudes, you play poker? bruh I'll Honestly, I, I do not. But okay. I like watching other people lose their money. Ah, dude. <laughs> you know when you lose? I mean, we, it's, not, we don't, it's not like we put a lot of money, but yeah. like sixty bucks or something. Bro, I I would, <coughs> I would lose everything on the first hand <laughs> because I I don't even know anything past raise, re raise. That's, <laughs> it. <laughs> That's yeah. it. I'll, I'll always be going for four of a kind at the beginning. Oh, really? That's it. Uh, nah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. Uh, so I. I kind of I drank a little bit too much and I was a little bit hungover today and I won't lie like uh, it was a struggle <laughs> even making it to my own podcast I was like I don't know like I was almost dozing off driving here but I was like I have to man uh, this has been a long time coming so I'm I'm glad that you brought me here yeah, I, um, I appreciate you coming through and yes, sir. like you said man don't worry well, I'll, I'll come back down there you know yeah, I'm gonna have some business down there that I need to attend to so anytime it'll, it'll, it'll make it very convenient Thanks again to Corey for joining me on the podcast. Uh, Though there were a lot of disagreements, I did appreciate a different point of view. And I also want to thank all of you for listening to this point. I know the episodes are getting significantly longer than you used to. But we're going to try and find a happy medium. Or if you like how long it is, uh, you could just reach out to the show on Instagram or Twitter. And we would love to hear your feedback. And in the interest of transparency, I wanted to clear up something that I said and I felt was necessary to do so within this episode instead of waiting till the next one. During the Kaepernick-JC discussion, I referred to a report saying uh, Colin Kaepernick would not kneel if given a job. And while editing this episode, I was doing my fact checking and I saw that Colin Kaepernick himself refuted that report. So I just wanted to make sure in case that had anything to do with how anyone thought or saw the topic just wanted to make sure like the right information was out there so thank you again for listening and we'll do this again next week take care